Rasmussen, Dolin, Rasmussen, first scores! Rasmus delicious tuck to seal it, bad angle, goal! Holy mackerel, roll the highlights down! Top shelf, where come on, it's the cookies! How's it going everyone and welcome back to episode 7 of the Goat Heads podcast. Um, yeah, it's episode seven now, and we've been doing this for about five months. So <laughs> you can do the math at home. Antonio. How are we doing, everybody? Uh, it's been a long week, a long summer. It's been a dry summer, NHL news. But, uh, you know, it's the end of August. You know, school's starting. Things are kicking back. But with the end of summer comes hockey and football season. So I guess it's a fair trade off right there. Definitely, and uh, about time we got some news from uh, the Sabers, and it's some good yeah. news. If you're, should we yeah, get breaking right news? The the Go yeah. Heads podcast got haircuts. That is the breaking news, and that's all for today's episode. Yeah, we we had to do an emergency. Yeah, because mine mine was kind of growing back in, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't. No one like people would have noticed. So yeah. Oh, yeah, we signed Tage Thompson. That's not – we were just fooling. Gotcha. Yep, Tage Thompson's seven years, 50 million, 7.14 AAV. That's – I was expecting the front office to kind of wait till after next season or maybe even January, but I like it. I was all for signing Tage after this season. I really think he's going to – I don't think he's going to put up 38 goals next year, but I think his point total might increase assist-wise. People are going to kind of figure him out next year, so that might slow him down. But dude's a baller. He's seven foot 100. He's got a lethal shot. He stopped doing that annoying toe drag. That could be really cool, but he stopped doing that, and he started he's scoring goals. So. Next year, you know he's bringing it back. Oh, yeah. If he figures it out, I'm all for it, but – he still had 38 goals and didn't do it. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a signing. Definitely, I would agree that someone was definitely signed today. Um, it is a bit worrisome. I am happy. I was happy, very pleased with Tage Thompson's output last year. It was far beyond anything I would have ever expected from Tage Thompson. I would see his ceiling at maybe like 15 goals, but he he doubled that and added some more. He beat Jack Eichel's. Um, career Ooh. high in uh, he, he plays for the um, the the the, the Raiders team, yeah, the yeah the Raiders, yeah. But uh, seven million is what I would have expected if he continued that output next year. I think we would it would make sense that he would get a seven by seven. But it's a lot of money to give him this year. But if it works out. It definitely looks good on Kevin Adams' resume. It really does. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it. Is it, This is by far the biggest thing Kevin Adams has done besides trade Jack Eichel. I mean, obviously that was pretty big. But, like, internally he hasn't given out a contract yet other than one year 750000 Gave out, like, 20 right. of those last season. So He has not shown any of his cards when it comes to, like, what he wants for the future. Like, He's had everything pretty much open for these rookies to play, and then, like, you can 
fantasize what he does next. But, like, he hasn't, like, really shown his hand when it comes to these big plays. And he just did. He locked up Tage Thompson for a better half of a, a, a decade. And um, if he can continue to be that 30-goal scorer we saw last year. I, I just watched his all his goals um, a few days ago. I couldn't mm-hmm. sleep when I put it on. Just to... He's good. He's and he's six. He's six four without skates. Six seven. On. I think six, he's six seven without yeah. skates on. So he's yeah. a giant on the ice, and not many guys that tall can play center. So he gets a full eighty-two games. Hopefully, knock on wood with Skinner and Tuck, and that's a really good line. And they proved to be a really good line at the end of last year, the back half of last year. So I, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm excited to have Tate Thompson for. Seven more years. I really am. Yeah, it's just me too. It's a lot of I'm, money. It's it's going to put a lot more pressure on him. I feel like before it was like kind of, I mean, the O'Reilly trade, we kind of just looked like a big loss. Nothing was really going to come from it, so expectations from him weren't like high. I mean, Jeff Skinner scored 40 goals, two more than what Thompson did, and he got $9 million a year. So – yeah, it, it's this, reminiscent of the Jeff Skinner signing. It really is one crazy output year, huge, huge mm-hmm. contract with term and money. But I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't Big know. difference here, though. Skinner was a winger, aging. He was in his high twenties. Thompson's under twenty-five. I think he's twenty-four, twenty-three. But and he plays center. Not only is he more versatile, can play the wing and center. Younger, and getting paid less. So. Right, good it's, move from that standpoint. Looking at it that way, it just has uh, potential to blow up in your face. Yeah. It, it really does. It's hard because analytically, uh, Thompson has not done anything close to what he did last year. So if you have to assume that that was a freak, not accident, but like just he had he went off. He had a good year. His shot was hidden. He had. He was hitting his shots, but uh, yeah, definitely has the potential to lock up some money down the line when we got guys like Power, Quinn, Paterka to sign. But so I, I, I really have faith that it'll work out, and I am confident in Tage Thompson's abilities. Yeah, the, if Tage, if Tage did, uh, did what he just did next year, you're looking at. I think he scores like high, 45, 50. Can yeah, you you're man? looking at eight and a half, nine million. If he scored that, a contract goals, like that's a lot harder to move a million than. dollar player center yeah. like that. So very hopeful it works out. It is a very risky. It's a very it's it's risky. Kevin Adams made a risky signing today. Yeah, but I think it could have been worse. I'm from like I was gonna bring up Josh Norris got eight years seven point nine five. Robert Thomas eight years eight point one two five. You look at those and you're like, damn, you're worrying like Tom Thompson's like in the same category, younger, upcoming player. But I think they definitely took into consideration that he didn't do anything the past couple years before last year. So, you know, I. Yeah, they definitely. This is. It's. We'll see. It was. It's just gonna. It's just gonna. At the end of next year, we'll we'll come back to this and. Say what we think about the Thompson signing now. But Not even that. He won't. Eat, he'll be making one point four million next year. It doesn't even kick until the year after. He's, I know, but I'm saying, I'm saying, if he does mm-hmm. not improve or or falls slumps back a bit, 
Yeah. Then we have to pay him after his slump. So. Yeah, I think if it's a high slumped, risk, high reward. We yeah. Tate Thompson will do good hockey. Confirmed. Confirmed by Goathead Podcast. Confirmed. Tate Thompson, good hockey. All yes. year. <laughs> and uh, what was it? The, analytically, I'm not exactly sure. I'm not a very bright in that department, but I, I believe he did put up a lot of blue bars compared to red bars. So blue that's good. good. Blue, blue good, good, red bad, you know. It's like but Star Wars. I definitely got to learn more about that if I have a podcast influencing people on the Buffalo Sabres, and I don't know how analytics work that well. But definitely learn. Yeah. Are we influencers? Yeah. Like uh, we should get a promo code or something, throw it in the bio. Like that Bjork clip. In my LinkedIn. Yeah. For some lotions. That's a great clip. From the mic'd up when uh, Bjork uh, got a spray tan. He said he's going to be an influencer, put his link in bio. I thought that was funny. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of like the final thoughts on that. Only time will tell with this. As I'm happy with it. I'm not furious like some people might be. I understand. Oh, I'm not furious. It makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Andy Peters was pretty – his point was pretty straight on waiting – until end of next season to pay him, which like I understand where he's coming from, but if I'm the GM, there's, there's two sides. And this came late in the summer. Like this wasn't like something done in like July. This was done right before the season's about to start. So Kevin definitely had time to think about this. It wasn't just like an impulse decision. Um, yeah, I was kind of curious if like I didn't because back then there were like no talks, no rumors about anything happening. All of a sudden. Chad Dietamenis' tweet is something, then quickly after he got the Kevin Weeks video, breaking news, breaking news. So, yeah. Um, yeah a quick, a quick, uh, yep. This is kind of what I was expecting. I, I, I thought, I didn't think they were going to go the eight years just because they have another year left until this would kick in. So I assumed seven, maybe even six. And I was assuming seven million range. I didn't, I was hoping definitely not higher. Yeah, I was even hoping maybe going like the six and a half over there just because he's not like hundred percent, hundred percent proven, even though last year was insane. So, yeah. Um, he scored some big goals too. in like big games that I think everyone forgets. He scored a goal in the outdoor game or the empty matter. He scored two in the RJ night, I believe. Against Nashville. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure on that. Probably. He scored a hat trick against Colorado. And we against, lost. Uh, yeah. 5-3 <laughs> or something. Yeah, it was. No, he scored in the final game, too. Skinner found in Chicago. We tied up 1-1. So, hey, he's proven to have it. So, if he can keep that, that is oh, that is so great. Scoring more goals that, than Eichel is the best feeling in the world. That, was, that slap shot from Eichel's spot. When against the one I think of is the Islanders. Is it better than Eichel? Is it better than in that Eichel's spot? Style? I don't. I don't think so. Eichel really only. I, used I think that he has potential to. Eichel there. barely used that his final like few years with the Sabers. Mm-hmm. He was a he passed too much on the power play. I remember that. Not like Shoot. 
you'd hear it from the 300 shoot I, it was, that was Michael me. would get harassed by the fans for to just shoot the damn puck well, and I remember shoot. yeah and then he did I was thinking <laughs> that in Vegas like when when Vegas came to play Buffalo I Eichel had that opening in the power play and he passed it's like shoot I want to see like I want a good story I want to see Jack Eichel score coming home I want to win the game but I want Jack Eichel to Pop I kind of wanted him to bury him to score one just to because before that interview I was on I was on Team Jack Eichel. But we've talked Jack Eichel every every podcast I believe for at yeah, least a minute. We're still but, hurt. Yeah, it's a it's an open wound and it's gonna take some close take some time to uh, close up. But yeah, definitely. I I think the Alex Tuck empty netter definitely helped that wound though. A little gorilla glue on that. You could hear that one. That was crazy. Krebs, yeah. Tuck, and Victor Olsson. Krebs has scored. Tuck has scored. Sabres up three to one. What a call! I don't. I don't even know who the announcer was for that game. It, it was, was ESPN. ESPN. It was, yeah. It yeah. Was, it was a good. Uh, he can rip it. Hit your spot. Hit your spot. Yeah, it was a great call that game. I was. I was impressed. Whoever that guy is deserves a raise. ESPN, yeah. if you're if you're watching, and we know you are, <laughs> give that guy a raise from yeah. the Go podcast. But in some other Sabres news, we signed seventh-round pick from 2021, Tyson Kozak, to his ELC. That is is something that's very, like, unheard of, especially with the Sabres. We look back at seventh-round picks. The last notable one was Victor Olofsson, and it took him quite a few years to sign his ELC and start playing in Rochester and Buffalo, but... One year after your draft year, a seventh rounder signed. That's a fantastic sign for the organization. The drafting has been phenomenal so far, in my opinion. Obviously, a lot of them have yet to play in the NHL, but from the looks of it, it look, they look pretty good. Um, yeah, I he had a very impressive development camp. I remember him standing out when we were there. I don't know if he'll be at training camp. I don't – he sh- should be. There's going to be a prospect challenge as well. I – he should be there. When is that? We got to go to that. Uh, I think September 10th, 12th, around there. So, yeah, we will definitely be there. It'll be exciting. I'm curious yeah. who they will play in that. I hope they don't put, like, Owen Power and, like, Krebs. And I hope they do. Let's fucking win the thing. Let's win the damn thing. <laughs> I guess so. But, um, I don't want everybody there. I want Matias Samuelson playing. Screw it. Why not? I I'm very excited for me Matias Samuelson this season to get off topic, but he is one of my he is one of like because if that works out and Matias Samuelson and Darlene become like a great pairing, they're from the same draft class. That's the back same the draft. Two of your two of your top defensemen in the same draft. Jay, oh, was right. it Jason Botterill who drafted him? He was getting ripped apart for taking him. A lot yeah, of people didn't like was. his skating, and he definitely improved on that. He's improved on a lot of things. He's he's great. Caught a he's, lot of eyes. He's going to be our best defensive defenseman <clears throat> this year, for sure. Like finesse wise, like he's. Oh, I, I'm excited for I'm excited for Matias Amundsen and Rasmus Dahlin for a full season. I I don't know. I'm if worried about a sophomore that. slump for Samuelson. Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, sophomore slumps usually like point wise. Like point wise, Matias Amundsen wasn't anything special. I I don't think he has a goal yet. He hasn't yeah. his first NHL goal. He's played 40, over 40 games, I believe. So, 
Dalene's going to have 20 goals next year. It's a hot take. I don't know if I, I've said it before. I don't know if it was on here, but I strongly believe he made crack 20. I think he had 13 this year. Probably around there, yeah. He had quite a few. He had quite a few nets. So I'm hoping he can find seven more. Playing with Matias Samuelson, playing on the right side the whole time. Yeah. Darlene, I really hope he can have his cons- a consistent breakout season. Last year, he looked really rough in the beginning. People were saying trade him, ship him oh, off. Oh, yeah. Put him to – why didn't we put him in rot? Yeah, it was – I hated going on Twitter for him. I was like, geez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Geez. But I think he's definitely a lot more comfortable now. The leadership is a lot less of a toxic locker room. He's, I feel like he's going to exceed. And he's I really want him to be up there, like the top three. Like You look at like Cider from Detroit. You got McCarr, obviously. Guys like Heiskanen and Dallas. I want Darlene to be in that conversation of like one of the best. I want him to be in the Norris conversation. I think he has the potential. And not even – to forget about Owen Power, who is going to be a Victor Hedman-esque player for us in the future. So, the best we'll see. The bold yeah. for me today, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. If you watch the Sabres Embedded with Jeff Skinner at the Bisons. Yeah. That was great. And and the uh, draft one with Savoy and cool, when we picked all that, that was cool too. That was good. The The Bisons one was just like – like I feel like Eichel's thrown first pitches bringing him up again. But <clears throat> like it's just like a post. Like you just post the video. They made like mm-hmm. the behind the scenes and it was fun. It was like something stupid like it's them messing around like hitting and it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, Malcolm Subban is a, a comic. He is a very funny man. Did you the, hear The him? ultimate glizzy. Did you hear him? They were, they were they were signing autographs. He was like he started singing like really loud. <laughs> yeah, was, the clip is great. Oh my god, no! But our our media team is like knocking it out of the park, getting people to like this team because I think it's a likable team. I really do. Oh, definitely. They started doing what they've been. I don't know if you watch uh, the Bills like on TikTok and social media, but they do like a lot of like meme based content for them, and it's funny. Like they have a very creative crew and uh they they just posted one for uh the sabers with like a new goal song and it was just like a meme sound and it was actually kind of funny so i hope they start doing that a lot more they got a funny group of guys in there so yeah you think we're getting a new goal song or you think they're just gonna let them pick every year i like letting them pick i, I like i like letting them pick i when i hear a song three to five times a night sometimes zero but Especially it, it gets old. Like, let me clear my throat. Got like, oh. I liked it at first. I was a fan of it, and then like, dude, it got so old so fast. <laughs> we're losing five. <laughs> we're losing five two. We score a goal. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Somebody it's makes six, a six nothing. Man. We score with like five minutes left. We're down five. <laughs> That's like the last song I want to hear. Yeah, it, it definitely has its place. Like, when you score, like, a go-ahead, it's fun because you're mm-hmm. clearing your throat. It's, it's great. It had <laughs> some moments. It had some great moments, but there were definitely some bad moments. the NHL historically, and you have to hear that night in. Night <laughs> night. Yeah, it didn't really work out. I think just 
all the bad memories with those teams mixed with that song and and it gives it, players the chance to like pick a funny song or like a song that's like yeah Jeff Skinner party in the USA that's that's elite like what's, what's better than that Samuelsons because he's a he's a he's a funny guy I don't know we never him mic'd up was very funny he's hilarious dude he's he's a character mm-hmm. yeah. I, I can't wait. Oh, I do. This season's going to be great. I really have mm-hmm. high hopes for this season. Yeah, definitely. Nothing like too out of this out of this world like win the cup. But I think we're in the playoff race most of the season. I hope so. I mean, I hope everyone. I really do. I would really yeah. be surprised if we weren't. Well, not surprised. I don't expect them to make the playoffs. I'm not expecting them to, like, like our division is stacked right now. I think it's possible if we get breakouts from guys like Cousins, Darlene shows his full potential power. Looks like he did the last – his first eight games. You get another season of Skinner and Thompson. Olofsson you still got who can still score 20 goals even when he's got a hurt wrist. So, yeah. bring it on. Let's go. Fire me up. Rasmus Asplund's another guy Selby. who I think is going to have a breakout season this year. He's There was a funny tweet. I think it was Walt. I hope I'm not wrong, but it was like Johan Larson walked so Rasmus Asplund could run or something like that. Just the defensive stats making all the players around him better. So I think that's, that's great. Um, Vegas, uh, Jack Eichel bobblehead? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, if, if you have not seen – this has to be an entire topic on this episode. We might have to do another episode. Just on this. Vegas is doing a Jack Eichel like bobblehead night, and it's a golden bobblehead. And it, it looks nothing like Jack Eichel. It is it's comical. And yeah, I want one. I will be on eBay trying to buy one the second that those are given out to the You're fans. Maybe on the first flight to Vegas. Yeah, you're gonna get one. In person. Oh, that's great. Jack Michael Bobblehead. Yeah. Great it's game. bad. It's so – can we show it? I don't know yeah. who, what they looked up to make that head, but it's just not Jack Eichel's face. It's bad. It's – Like not like not even like close. It's just like it's, it's, it's rough. <laughs> that's, that's just not Jack Eichel. That's like Brady Kachuk. It literally looks like Brady Kachuk, and they're trying to call it Jack Eichel. Off of hardcore drugs. Like, this, <laughs> this, this person that they made does not look sober whatsoever. It, it's, 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 I'm maybe, getting one. Maybe they heard the rumors, too. Maybe. They had to make them, you know, I'm not going to say part. anything, Jack, but we know. <laughs> we know what you yeah. did. Yeah, we we've heard about the rec room. We've heard about the rec room. So we heard what you did to play video games. We know hotel <laughs> rooms. Yeah, but oh yeah, speaking of the the very well ran Vegas Golden Knights, Phil Kessel, Phil the Thrill, one year, one point five million, and that is going to be the American duo of the century, Jack Eichel and Phil Kessel. I hope I'm I hope they are line mates. I'm ready for the the memes already of like them with like mullets with like bald eagles and like tanks. I yeah. want I want it all. I want them both. And the hot dogs. Career years. Oh, it's gonna be so great. It, it's a match made in heaven on the league's worst ran team. 
<laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, not really surprised because, I mean, it's this late in the season and Phil Kessel just signed. So, But I hope he does really well. I love Phil Kessel. How can you hate him? I mean, other than that lightsaber slash to Ryan Miller's ankle in the preseason game, but that was a while ago. That was, but that was, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, he was Phil a great personality in the league when he was moving in his house. His house went up for sale, and it, it had like a big theater room, and it just had one chair in the middle of it. <laughs> I didn't see that, but that's that's great. That is actually I'm, great. I'm ninety percent sure it's Phil Kessel, and it, apparently, like he said, his realtor just made him put furniture so it looked like it looked good on the pictures. <laughs> But it was just like one recliner in a huge room. Yeah, um, him and Jack Eichel will be uh, playing together for hopefully a whole season in Vegas, which has some question marks. And they're a team that can make the playoffs, but it's funnier if they don't. You know <laughs> Definitely, what I mean? Yeah. They have the talent. Like Alex Petrangelo almost brought him to the playoffs himself. They had, mm-hmm. And now they have Jack Eichel healthy. So they definitely have the talent. But it's way better if they just keep losing. It's you give We got their second round pick. We got their second, so that could and it's a very good draft this coming year. So uh they suck. People who can draft. Definitely. So we'll just have to see what happens there, but wish them nothing but the worst, except for Phil uh, Phil Kessel. <laughs> I kinda I kinda don't wish, but like I'd like to see Jack Eichel score some highlight goals again. Oh, definitely, yeah. He, I hope a- Phil Kessel turns into the next Eddie Lacy, just comes in there just way too overweight but dominates. Like that. <laughs> gets gets like, that Vegas body going. Oh, yeah. I want, I want the best sloppy American season Vegas has ever. I want them to make the playoffs by the skin on their teeth, and I want them to make a run. Phil Kessel and Jack Eichel, everyone else hop on. And Mark Stone. The they greatest also, thing to they have a and lot Shane of, Theodore. Yeah, they have good talent. They could definitely uh make make the playoffs, but again, it's funnier if they don't. It's yeah. funnier if they do now that we have this Phil Kessel Jack Eichel storyline. <laughs> but yeah, um, one thing I want to talk about, I was taking a look at uh, all the rookies that are going to play this year because I saw something about how, you know, we got Power, Quinn, and Paterka having their rookie seasons this year. Hopefully. And Matias Samuelson. Yeah. Actually, I think he he doesn't qualify. He played over 40 games. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. Maybe but he did 40? play. He played over 40 games last year, yeah. I but, didn't um, think that much. Yeah. So I was looking, like, how realistic is a Calder? For this team, so we've obviously got Power Quinn and Paterka. I was looking at the other rookies who are looking to make their debuts next season, and uh, right. it's a it's a it's a thick list. There's some very talented players coming in, and that just makes me think this is like going to be a whole new era of hockey coming. So we got Maddie Meniers and Shane Wright in Seattle. That right there, those are two potential number one centers in the league. Both had potential to be first overall picks. Jake Sanderson, Mason McTavish, who I love. I think Mason McTavish is the future of Anaheim. I think he's going to be ahead of Zegris in that lineup, definitely. That's a good one-two punch going down. Um, first overall pick, Slavkovsky in Montreal. William Eklund, who I was also very high on on that 2021 draft. 
Cole Perfetti, Kent Johnson, Marco Rossi, who I was also very – who I would die in the hill for back in 2020. Alexander Holtz for the Devils. He's looked very impressive. And Thomas Bordalo from San Jose, who was actually – we I think we traded that pick to San Jose when we traded up for Paterka, and they got a pretty good guy there in Bordalo. So, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting season for these rookies. And hopefully one of our guys can slip into those top three, even when I wouldn't I'm, doubt it. I'd say we have still the best odds, like team wise, like us, Seattle, maybe yeah. San Jose. Yeah, but, I think, uh, yeah, I think Mason McTavish is going to win if I had to put money on it right now. We got a few I, names in the hat. I really, I really, yeah. Owen Power alone, I think, is a, a name to have on that list, but. Mm-hmm. Definitely hopeful for John Jason Paterka and Jack Quinn. Yeah, and speaking of those two, next se- next season is going to be interesting because, uh, well, obviously we got training camp coming up, and that's going to be a battle for these young guys. They got to really show out because they're not guaranteed on this team. It's they're not going to be. It's either make the team, outperform guys like Hinnestroza and Bjork, and guys like that or you're going back to Rochester I think even Paterka might he almost made the team out of training camp last year which is crazy to me but Mm -hmm. um if these guys don't outperform they're going to Rochester because why have them sit in the box and not play you know but I'm pretty confident they will have a very strong training camp I agree they're all very good hockey players and I think Paterka kind of proved his NHL readiness this year like, he could hang around in the games, and he's not a liability. Jack Quinn as well. So, I definitely am expecting them to crack the roster, but they do have to bring it to training camp. And even in the prospect challenge, I don't know if they'll be playing in it. I hope they do. Yeah, hopefully just avoid any injury. But I hope you're cool. Is Kulik playing? He will be in Rochester, it looks like. Yeah. I'm will excited for the that. prospect challenge? He should be, yeah. That would be a fun name to watch, too. Savoy. I feel like that guy's like – I feel like we talk more about Kulik and Oslin because they're more like uh, like could-bes or what-ifs. But Savoy is like – he's still he's, – he's a guy. He's a yeah, very he's good guy. He's in the development camp, though, so it's like we don't have anything to look at, like him doing in a Sabres jersey. So that that's why I – I think Matthew Savoy is going to be the best player on this team in, the fi- in fast, five years. Fastest guy in the draft. Oh, definitely. I, I think he's going to be the best player to come out of that draft. That's a hot take. That's a very hot that take. That is a very hot take with Europe I was, being Shane Wright. And that is, that, Simone that Nemitz. hot take. That's hot. Yeah. Hey. Spicy. We'll just have to see. Only time will tell again. He's small. He's fast. Yeah. I, I really hope size is not a problem. I don't think it will be. You look at guys like Cole Caulfield. I mean, obviously he struggled for a little bit, but we could potentially all the way down. Cole Caulfield on our team. Alex DeBrinkett, another example, just sniper, short, so he fell in the draft. and Danny Briere. Danny Briere, and that's the that's the number one comparison right there. Brian Gianta. Yeah. Yeah, go get it done. But uh 
Yeah, and the league's definitely going towards more of a skill. Doesn't really matter how big you are. Obviously, you need that grit in the playoffs, but like, it's not like you're in game sixty-seven. And yeah, it's like, less common. All this, you gotta, you gotta be a good hockey player to play. Yeah, you're not expecting guys to drop the gloves left and right. There's like all these goons on every team that you should be crying scared of every night. But um, yeah, I, I really think. Well, obviously, the NHL is changing. It already has changed, but it's going to keep changing, keep adapting to this new play style. So they're going to protect the stars better. They don't mm-hmm. want you to have a reason to have a guy on your team, and his only purpose is to hurt another guy on their team. Like it's just it's a waste of a roster spot. You don't see like past, yeah, yeah. Like even it, like guys like Andrew Shaw and, and Ryan Reeves, they still have like some like serviceability on the fourth line and can like play big minutes and but their their breed of enforcer and fighter the word fighter is just becoming less common love him or hate him but um tom wilson and uh washington's uh he's he brings the grit he he can fight but he also gets the points he's a good hockey player yeah he's that's that's a great kind of player to have Mm-hmm. Oh, if I was a Washington, if I was Washington fan, Tom Wilson would be my favorite player. He's kicking ass and scoring goals. Like, that's great. And he's making everyone else mad. Well, he oh, also yeah. does the dirty stuff. The dirty yeah, stuff, is, like guys like Brad Marchand. I would love Brad Marchand if I was in Boston. Oh, definitely. He's great. He gets called the rat. <laughs> he licks people. It's funny, <laughs> and he's really good. <laughs> yeah. He called. I, uh, Oh my god, why can't I cannot think of his name? Billy just gave him the house. Billy just gave him the keys to the to the front door. The Tony D'Angelo? Tony D'Angelo, yeah. He called Tony D'Angelo a racist. <laughs> that might have saved Brad Brad Marchand's reputation for some. I think it because... did. Every, everyone loved him after that. Yeah, I mean like I remember in the the All-Star game a few years back, it was um Wes McCauley, he was mic'd up, and he said, if I call a, a penalty on you right now, I'll get the biggest roar in this place. So, Yeah. Uh, this yeah, place screaming. Sure. So, yeah, I think Brad Marchand, it's a little off topic here, He's if he wasn't such a scumbag, he'd be – he's not even that bad. He's a little bit of a scumbag. But he's – if he wasn't like that, he'd be considered, like, an elite player by all. But he's he just hated. an elite player by all. People who no, hate him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like anyone who knows hockey knows how good Brad Marchand is. If you yeah. if you just know hockey based on what your heart tells you, you don't like Brad Marchand. Especially if you play in his division, like he's an he's just an asshole. Yeah, he he is. That's Brad Marsh. That's the whole player. It's so weird looking at Boston in the next couple of years. You got Bergeron for one. I think he's getting his last go this season. Pasta. He just said he. I just saw somebody's not committing long term. Uh, Brad Marchand's up there in age; he's gonna be done soon. Krejci's giving it one last run. This is their this is their make it break it year. Like they're, I think they're after this. They're gonna go for the. See, I don't want to say rebuild route because I still got guys like Charlie McAvoy, Hampus Limholm long term. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I I think this podcast has been a lot of thoughts and then like. A lot of like speaking of that, and then we just talk about <laughs> something completely different. It's great. I like it because we were talking it's about conversation. What were we talking about? How did we get here? 
I the league becoming more skilled. Yeah. But why were we talking about that? I don't know, man. You're watching. Let us know why we were talking about <laughs> I, I just forget things I just said. And then uh, we went from two enforcers to Brad Marchand. And, but, yeah, I don't think they're enforcers. I think they're, they're like the Scotty Pippins. Yeah, of everyone needs a Pippin. Wow. Yeah. Everyone needs yeah. a Pippin. Oh, yeah, the uh, NHL Network just came out with a uh, top 20 uh, defenseman list, and uh, Darlene was ranked 18th on that. So that's that's cool. I mean, Seriously, a couple of years yeah. back you told me this year that Darlene would be 18th. I'd be like, okay, I expected a little higher. But, I mean, he's slowly building up in this. He didn't get, like, the Maurice Sider hype or the Cal McCarr hype, but Cal McCarr – respectfully deserves all the hype. Oh yeah, um so the reverse retro got leaked and it is the goat head but a blue and gold variation and they also removed all like in, like cool detail from the goat head. If you look behind Zach, you see all those like gray lines and just cool details like fur and all that and it's just Ooh, not there of all the time and they can't bring it back the right way. Like uh But I did see something that made me think about it. You know how this new Sabres logo has, like, the detail in it? It's like, I don't know how to explain it. But if you look closely at the – Yeah. If they do something like that, like the new main logo, it has, like, accents on it that are white. Yeah. If they do that to replace it, that's acceptable in my opinion because they look like a cool textured look. I like that. Yeah. It's a, it's great flair for the New Jerseys. I, I do enjoy that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because it would make the reverse retro better. However, the best way to do it, in my opinion, is just bring back the original logo in New Jersey and yeah. leave it at that. You don't have to change the color. The color is great. It's red and black. It's it's cool. It's just cool. I, I get people it, – it's weird to me because the slug is by far the best Sabres logo of all time. But there's a group of the, – the slug, did I just say? Yes. No, I mean, I was looking there at the go. slug. The goat head is the best Sabres logo of all time, but there's a small group of – the slug second best, I'll be honest. <laughs> but, but there's a small group of people who just hate it. They don't like the goat head. They're like, why were we running black? It's, they don't like the goat head, and it's just so foreign to me. But The only they, fair argument I've heard is – we're the Sabres, and there's no swords there's in swords that logo. On the fucking shoulder! Get over it! <laughs> Named after a sword. What do you want it to be? Just a sword? <laughs> I I guess the the butter knives would count, but we're named after a literal sword. If there's a way that they can incorporate the sabers bills are named or after swords, Buffalo Bill, like what, what? What do you mean? <sighs> yeah. If there's a way they can incorporate the swords into the goat head without making it look terrible and then yeah, making it your main logo. The shoulder, dude, they're already on the shoulder. It was perfect. It's a perfect yeah. jersey. It's That logo is beautiful. Like, I'm it's, praying they bring it back as the alternate. I'm praying. Yeah, like, I think they are. Red and black version. I think like they, they simpled out the logo from the leaks I've seen. It still looks good. It's just not the exact same, but it's it's bearable. This is for the red and black variation, which is going, I'm assuming, is going to be the 
alternate jersey. So there's going to be the reverse retro where it's blue and gold. Fine. But they got rid of a lot of details. So we'll but see when it's fully released. Twice. Like, you know what I mean? Why would they have it in two different? I don't know. I don't. I don't well, think I think. I don't know. The reverse retro, it's done after this year. So this gets his last go Adidas's deal, like we talked about last last episode. But uh so probably they want to get jersey sales as many as possible, and that's obviously the logo everyone wants, and they get some variation in there. Make a lot on the red and black, like Yeah, they both maybe it's a fake leak. Maybe nothing's true until the team posts a video and then it's fake. It's, it's already motivated first. It's fake. It's not real. They want to get a they, they it's, safe. it's not gonna happen. They already did the blue and gold uh, swords last year, or two years ago. I hated those jerseys. So did I? Because I the gray, the gray didn't work for me. It was like it didn't look. look. It's a fake. It's gonna be red and black, Buffalo. Do not worry. The goat head we'll has confirmed fake. <laughs> yeah, insiders. But yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's that's yeah. That's, that's I was I was I was really hoping for a royal blue variation of the slug or even the navy. Fuck yeah, I don't care. But I would I like the slug bring back. The slug back. Yeah, is fun. that's really what oh, I wanted. Is a reverse retro. NHL. Like, if mm-hmm. oh, we didn't talk about Chell yet. Uh, I'm. We got a forty minute episode. Yeah. Well, nothing. <laughs> we had, we had Tage talk. Okay, we had some stuff, but. Good for us. Yeah, we're killing uh, it. Shell 23 released a trailer. I don't play a lot of online, so I know my opinion. Tony, what is your opinion of the Shell 23 trailer? Um, the trailer, I I think I saw the right one. I saw one video, and it showed like all the new things. Like There's like 30-something or 300 new goalie animations. That's cool. Um What's the other thing? Uh, there's, like, players, they hold their stick up if they're open, like computers on your team. And then there's also a animation, like, they hold their stick all the way up if they're changing so you don't send a pass to a guy who's getting off the ice and screw yourself. So that's cool. Done um, that. I've done that. I do it constantly. Yeah. They added a feature where it's, like, you get knocked off the puck, but there's, like, last-second pass or shoot, which I think is cool because, like, if you get tapped, you – it's change of possession basically immediately, which is pretty annoying. Wait, what they do? Yeah. Home check is my like go to. No, it's like if you get nudged off the puck, like so you get hit from the side. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The puck goes out and you get like one last like. Oh yeah, chance to pass or shoot. Yeah, 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 the Bobby Orr. But um, yeah, I mean, is it going to be the exact same thing? Yes, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All, all I play is franchise mode. I don't really play online anymore. Yeah, okay. Xbox Gold costs too much money. Online's yeah. not too interesting where it's like, oh, I got to play online. Like, nobody – you can't play, like, pickup chow like you can play, like, 2K. Like, 2K is a fun game to play online. Actually, you can do it. EA, EASHL yeah, was it, a blast. It doesn't work. Is it? It's now – it's a so fun, dude. But I've got the newer Xbox and – all the guys I play with have the older Xbox, and they don't connect. It's it's annoying. But there actually is cross-platform playing now, so PS5 can play with Xbox now. And yeah, the cool. new systems can play with the new systems, and the old ones can play with the old ones. Yeah, which I guess that makes sense from like a like graphics and all that standpoint. But um, it's, it's kind of annoying. Like I'd I'd still like to play with my buddies. East 
ESOL. I mean, that was a blast growing up. But uh, And also Hockey Ultimate Team I used to like, but it's pay to play. You can't be good unless you're putting $100 in, buying packs, selling things. It's all the time, right? It's too much of a grind to be competitive. It's it's annoying. So yeah, I figured it would be. I almost started playing this year, but I because franchise mode is boring. It is once you like do like there's little things they could just change to make it a lot more fun, Mm -hmm. like more interactive. Yeah. Okay, like that they did. Remember, they used to have trophy rooms where you could see like all the Stanley Cups, all the all the trophies your players won. They should have like an interactive room you can like have a, a an avatar walk in, like see all your yeah. bands, like walk through the arena. It like if you were the GM actually like walking through the arena and then you could start a game. Like, there's just little stuff that would make it like more intriguing, but it's just like the same copy and paste. Simulate the next game. It's just. Boring. And something that pisses me off, but I don't think there's anything they can do about it, is, like, NCAA players. Like, I want Devin Levi in my franchise mode. Yeah. But he's just not in the game, which is, like, Owen Power wasn't in until he signed his contract. That's annoying. He was a first overall pick, and he's not in the game because he's an NCAA player. Like, I I understand uh, there's, like, money and reasons behind that, but above our that's stupid. Yeah. Um... Yeah, is that the? Episode? I mean, and they also Trevor Zegers is obviously the cover athlete with uh, Sarah Nurse. Sarah Nurse, yeah. So it's cool they brought a female into it. Cover athlete, good for her. Yeah, and they uh, what's it called? They they're playable together, men and women, in like a hockey ultimate team. I believe you can have like Nurse and Zegers and other athletes. I think Amanda Kessel. I think she still plays. I don't know. Hillary Knight. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, definitely uh, needed. I, I wasn't a fan of the cover, though. I, I mean, I understand. Yeah, it's like, kind of boring. They could have made it a lot better. Like, them both taking a shot at each other. I don't know. Could have been better. I'm not buying a photo shoot. With, I don't think I'm buying the new game. I will be just because. I, I yeah. might be just, just honestly for the – if you're falling, you could shoot the puck. And I just want to score a goal like that once. Yeah. And I just franchise mode when it's, like, updated with all the new contracts and rosters and there's new guys all around the league. It's just – it's more interesting. You feel left behind if you're the year behind playing. So, Okay, I'll buy it. Whatever. Fine. Fine. Take my $70. It's literally what they want. They don't want us to not buy the game because if they – if we didn't buy the game, they'd have to change it. We just keep complying to the system, to this corporate machine. Fuck you, and EA. EA stinks like hot ass on a summer day. They are. They, 2K needs to make another hockey game. It would dude, get 2K10. Sad. I had it on the Wii. Alex Ovechkin on the cover. That was my favorite video game of all had time. The best hockey games, bar none. I agree. If they came back and made a a, a 2K23 out of nowhere, it would be great, and people would play it, and I would play it, and I would buy it. Fuck you, EA. You're not getting. Bring money. back. Driving the Zamboni in between periods. Bring back when you win the cup, you get to skate around and pass it to the whole team if you want. You could skate around for hours after you won. Really? I don't know that. Yeah, you could lift it up or you could could skate to any guy you wanted on the team and pass him the cup and then you could skate around as him. 
But no, you win the cup, it's the same animation you get when you win actually, the first fucking round. It's so stupid. <laughs> you win the first they round, actually, and the goalie throws his gloves like he won the cup. You didn't win the cup. <laughs> I'm not buying they, it. I'm not buying it. They just uh, they actually made it so you can preset. Like there, you got like a bunch of different variations for if you win things. So you're wrong. I want they OT celebrations it. back. They used to tackle. I think the they game. have like they have like team different team celebrations for different events. You can choose them and like. Okay, uh, fine. I'll buy the game then. I don't, <laughs> if they keep adding all this great stuff. Yeah. They did fix. Remember when you scored a goal and it used to be only two guys hugged? Yeah. That always rubbed me the wrong way. They made it so the whole line celebrates a goal, but it used to just be two guys grabbing each other. Three other guys. Hey, I, something that pisses me off is the fans. You oh, got like six fans. different <laughs> variations of fan. They're all jumping, doing the same thing. I saw an entire section jumping up and down with the exact same character like they it was the exact guy just in different shirts it reminds you you're playing a video game it's like yeah this is fake okay great it keeps you in reality no but like or if you're the away team and you score you ever get the one guy with the mohawk in the away building like celebrating backwards to the crowd he's like he's right yeah the signs are all like terrible buffalo (laughs) with the cup (laughs) Paterka has my heart. Oh yeah, yeah. Those... <laughs> yeah, That's they why I just made, saw today playing. If they made like little fun stuff like that better, it would be a better game for me. Because all I play is Sabretooth still wears a fucking yes, jersey. jersey. Oh, That's annoying. God. And then guys don't look like how they look at all. They never do. Cage Thompson have. looks like he's selling coke on the corner. Like he doesn't look like a normal he doesn't look like Cage Thompson at all. In the yeah. game, like they, it's just, just some small, like it. Bring me and Tony in and just talk to us. Ask us what we want, and I guarantee you, eighty-nine percent of franchise players have the same sentiment. Just make yeah. it or simulating through a season. Oh my god! You sit there for twenty minutes. Decline trade. Decline trade. Edit. You can turn that off. I know that. <laughs> You can turn off all notifications and waiver notifications and all that, but I've been playing franchise for a long time. For the average watcher watching uh, who doesn't know how to do that, do you do that through the settings? Yes. I I mean, I always do it before I, like, create the franchise. So it's, like, right there, I think, in advanced settings or quick set. I don't know. I don't remember. But it still takes a while. And when you simulate games, your team always gets fucked. The simulating is not – realistic dude i was actually like trying to like be somewhat competitive and i got connor bedard so the team wasn't terrible it was like this coming season i don't know we got connor bedard so now we're stacked we're we're looking at a cup the next two years so actually my team's doing really bad right now so i'm in the second round slow i'm in the second round of the playoffs right now do you play every game uh every playoff game i for the regular season, I would sim five, play five. And it would always be I'd win five games and then lose five games simulating, and I almost didn't make the playoffs. But I'm, I'm, we, we squeaked in by a point, I believe. Yeah. So yeah I, I, what I do is I click sim game, and then I sim the first two periods, and I play the third unless the score is just not. Oh, that, that's, 
that's a good. I like playing the full game. That's just yeah. Me. But if it's like you're down one against the Leafs and you're like, okay, I can handle this, and then I lose five two, like I did today. It's it's unfortunate. I got it on the hardest setting. It really. Yeah, me too. I yeah. took the superstar for playoffs and it's tough. JJ Paterka is going off. I made him too good. <laughs> I made I I also made JJ Paterka way too good. He's like an eighty nine. He's just like he's what he what I push down the trigger to make him like skate as fast as he can. He's just way faster than anyone else could ever be. But uh, yeah, that's about it for uh, our NHL franchises. <laughs> Early in your season. I just started, so I, I like quickly sim through the first season because it already happened in real life, and then uh, like we, I had two or three first round picks because of Vegas and all that, and I traded them away for nothing because I already have Kulik and uh, Savoy and Osland in the system. I used Joe Marino's uh, Xbox thing, so shout out to him. But um, yeah, we going for PlayStation though, like. Who cares if you don't have an Xbox? I I do it too. I got to make Levi. I made Samuelson a little better. I yeah, me too. Obviously, because he's just, some of these guys are just terrible. Like they don't. Yeah. Have, they're never gonna be good. And it's just like you gotta make them better. And I made I Kyle like, so better, but he he retired already. But I made. I tried to give him one last shot because he was yeah. good. He scored twenty goals. I think we're forgetting that. Like the whole podcast. <laughs> He scored twenty goals last, twenty one goals last year. What the fuck? Yeah, and that, and like, that uh, that Spit and Chicklets interview we had was very interesting. Hearing his like whole, he's the best person in the whole world, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think he's I, great. I, I might get an Arcposo jersey. I might not. If he's might, got the C, if he's yeah. got the C, and if they brought back Red and Black, which they didn't, they haven't. Yeah, it's fake. It's fake. <laughs> We're not even worried about. Uh, it. I'm getting my JJ Paterka goat head. I've already settled on that. <laughs> All right, that that'll wrap it up for this this episode of the Goat Heads podcast. If you're still listening, uh, what's wrong with you? But also, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, I heard people put this on before they go to bed. Like it's like relaxes them. It feels really good. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I can uh, be the one whispering the third in your best hockey podcast in Brazil. So that's a that's a statistical fans, fact. To all our Brazil fans, we thank you. We're blessed. <laughs> We're happy to bring you the hockey news. The third best in your old country. It's a big country now. They got yeah. They got they got some civilians there. It's like millions. Quite of a people. few. There's probably a few hockey podcasts that they watch. And we're the and we'll third play. best. That's a cool statistic right there. We could be celebrities there. We don't even know it. There if you be, are yeah. watching Brazil and this is a genuine curiosity, I don't think there any, anyone is. I think it's VPN. But if you are watching from Brazil, leave a comment. What part of Brazil are you from? Clip this and put it on. Put it somewhere else because I want to know. Yeah, there. I, we. I was looking at the stats on Buzzsprout. We got guys in Finland, Sweden, Russia, even. So shoot us a DM. I would, it's just cool. I want to. You guys are enjoying it. That'd be cool. Even if you're from the states or Canada, shoot us a DM. Talk to nah, us. No Canadians. Yeah, fuck y'all. No Canadians. <laughs> We're not gonna answer that. <laughs> but yeah, okay. um, uh, this is the third best hockey podcast in Brazil, and this has been Tony and Zach, and we're signing off. We'll yep, see you for uh, episode eight, which should be 
It should be. It should be. It should be. It should be. We can promise it will. It will be. When it will be. We're not. We're not that far ahead. <laughs> yeah. When but, it uh, be, be. Follow us on Twitter at Goatheads Pod. Uh, we're almost at 100 followers, so that'd be cool to get. Uh, make sure you download the episode wherever you're listening. Uh, subscribe or follow us if you're on YouTube. Subscribe, like that'd be cool. We appreciate it. Yeah, that's all for today. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.